How's it going, everyone? Grant Cohn here. Really late. Calling this an instant reaction to day one of the Niners-Raiders joint practices. It ended like five or six hours ago. And I needed to eat because the Raiders, the Raiders didn't feed me. And that was the main takeaway from today's joint practice, that I was hungry and cranky. You could say I was hangry. And you know what? I don't take that lightly because I work hard. And I expect little respect. But that's okay. We'll talk about them later. We need to talk about what I did see. It's hard. I think a lot of people are trying to act like they had the best vantage point today at practice. Like, oh, I was the dude with the binoculars in the one spot, up in a perch, in a tree, like who saw it best. Like, no, you weren't. We were all sitting together. None of us saw a damn thing. Except for me. I saw everything because I have 2010 vision. So we've got to talk about Brock Purdy. Jimmy Garoppolo, all the quarterbacks, whatnot. The practice was a ridiculous exhibition because we couldn't see much. But at the end, in the middle field, there was like one thing going on, which is rare for a joint practice. Usually there's a million things going on. But they had everything concentrated in one field, and it was like you know a scrimmage, essentially. First team against the first team. Raiders and Jimmy would go first, then Brock and the Niners would go second. And it was a clear time to compare them and so let's let's compare Brock Purdy and Jimmy Garoppolo Jimmy had the better day Jimmy led the each guy had two drives against the other team starting defense Jimmy led one touchdown drive on the other drive he had a, a deep throw to Devontae Adams that led him out of bounds like a Jimmy special Brock on his drives he threw an interception and then couldn't convert on the second one so Brock was facing the weaker defense. It's just really interesting. I'm not saying that Jimmy's a better quarterback than Brock. I'm just saying that Jimmy was better than him on this day. And what that kind of shows is like, forget who was better on this day. What sticks out is that they basically throw the same passes. They're very similar. They look a little different. Maybe Brock runs around a little bit more, but when the ball leaves their hands, they essentially run the same passes. And you could see it. Like Jimmy would play and he would throw the slants and the checkdowns to the running backs, and the 15-yard pass over the middle, and then Brock would come on the field, and he would throw the slants, and the little check down to the running back, and the 15-yard pass over the middle, and it's like, yeah, the Niners ran Jimmy Garoppolo out of town, moved mountains to get his replacement, who was supposed to be a whole different skill set on a whole different level, and then now they're with the same, they're with Jimmy Jr. They moved mountains to get back to where they started. And they're pumping it up like this is great. Because the whole thing with Jimmy was that he wasn't good enough. It wasn't just that he was injury prone. It was that he wasn't good enough. He was limited. Couldn't push the ball down the field. Now they have the same limitations. And it was on full display in this joint practice. Two very, very similar quarterbacks. Jimmy Garoppolo and Jimmy Jr. And today... Jimmy Sr. had the better day. Tomorrow, Jimmy Jr. could have the better day. But it's, it's, to me, it should be disheartening that the Niners pushed one guy out to bring in the next guy who's the same, and they're saying this guy's the real deal. I can't get over him saying that Brock's the real deal. Like, if you, let's pretend you're in a barbershop talking sports, and you say, man, that Brock Purdy's the real deal. I feel like 
you know, like the record stops, the needle skips. They're like, man, you got to get the hell out of it. You can't talk sports in this barbershop. Muhammad Ali was the real deal. Willie Mays was the real deal. Wayne Gretzky was the real deal. Brock Purdy? Maybe one day you could say that about him, but no one is the real deal after seven starts. No one in any sport. So, the Niners have, and I just think it's funny. Jimmy wasn't good enough, but Brock is. What's the difference? Well, Brock just makes less money. So, this skill set is okay if it's cheap? I don't think so. I think no matter what you're paying for this skill set, it's not good enough. Better to pay nothing for it than a lot, but it's still not good enough. You could say that I'm being negative, but 9 of 16 with an interception and a couple th- touchdowns in the red zone. He might be the best quarterback on the Niners. I'm not sure about that, but it's not good enough. It's Jimmy Garoppolo redux. It's like a Jimmy Garoppolo cover band that's like so bad. Not bad, but it's just like cheaper because it's an obvious cover band. J.R. Beckled says, Purdy, 11 for 16. Your stats were off again. You weren't there. You weren't there. Who said it was 11 for 16? Someone that loves Brock Purdy. Smacker44 says, opinion on Debo getting 61 on the NFL top 100. Um, kind of, I feel like Debo's hard to rank because he had that one great year and he's had some really bad years and it's like you have to average them out. I don't know. It's almost generous considering he's had one great year. Although 61 isn't that high. Greg T says, life is about expectations, so should we expect the defense to take a big step back? More food reviews, please. Man, there was no food at this freaking place. I wish I could have reviewed any. I would have reviewed a bag of Lay's potato chips. I would have reviewed anything. Peanuts. They didn't have it. I'm gonna have, on, my, on my day off, I'll try. Expect the defense to take a big step back. I don't know. I do think it's kind of interesting that Bosa isn't here for the new coordinator who's trying to do new stuff. Is that good? Can't be good. Shreddy Murphy says, what do you make of this Jed York lawsuit? Uh, end near. I don't know, man. I'm over here covering practices that I can't see. You tell me. Doesn't sound good, but I'm not privy to the inside info, insider trading allegations. All uh, Al LaCosal Jr. in charge of media relations. I don't know who that is, but LOL. John B. says, thoughts on Brock admitting he's not fully recovered. Well, if he could throw every pass, then that would mean he's fully recovered, right? At least he's being honest. The Niners are so defensive about it. Good for Brock. Looks like the Blair Witch Project. Were you like looking up my nose? <gasps> Sorry. I really don't like streaming from hotel rooms. Antonio Espindola says he's a, still a member. Oh, you're just like a member anniversary. Thank you, Antonio. J.R. Beckle says, can we agree that it's reasonable to say Purdy will end the year as a top 10 quarterback in the NFL? No. Why is that reasonable? Is it even reasonable to say that Purdy will end the year as the 49ers starting quarterback? That would assume that the Niners could keep him healthy. So I, I don't know. Brandon Crow says, Stroud with a pick and a sack already. That's all. Thank you, Brandon. Appreciate you. Moving on. So center stage today was Brock Purdy versus Jimmy Garoppolo. It was like the Spider-Man meme pointing at each other. The undercard, the opening act, maybe, well, let's call it the undercard. Trey Lance versus Sam Darnold. I think this is interesting. The Niners aren't having a competition for the starting quarterback. They're having a backup quarterback competition. And it's like, it's a legit competition. They split all the reps. Unless unless Trey Lance fumbles a snap, in which case Sam Darnold gets more. It's very strange. And I think 
everyone that's at camp would agree. Through 12 days, Trey Lance is unquestionably better than Sam Darnold. Not close. Trey Lance is improving. Sam Darnold isn't. Trey Lance is good. Sam Darnold's not. I think most people would agree with that. And my question is, why is this a competition? I understand Kyle Shanahan saying, look, Brock Purdy, what he did last year, it was special. Even though I'm skeptical, I could see people saying like, look, I'm not I'm not going to bench Brock Purdy in a 7-1 record for Trey Lance at this time. Not going to happen. That's defensible. But to then say that Trey Lance isn't even good enough to be placed above the depth chart, above Sam Darnold in the depth chart, I don't get that. Because Sam Darnold has been terrible his entire career. Trey Lance has only played a little bit and gotten hurt. And throughout this competition, Trey has just been better. How? You might be asking me. Well, I think timing is a huge thing. A lot of people felt that Trey used to hesitate. Not as much anymore. He's much more decisive. You can watch his head. It comes down to watching the dude's head. Pause. Because when you watch Trey, he drops back and gets through his progressions quickly. With urgency. Boom, boom, boom. Like that. Brock Purdy, too, to his credit. Brandon Allen, too, to his credit. It's a boom, boom, boom tempo when they're moving their head looking for receivers. Sam Darnold, his is his tempo. Boom. Boom, 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 boom. I don't know what to do. Let me scramble out. Let's scramble. No, I'll throw downfield. Oh, intercepted. That's the Sam Darnold experience. He's terrible. It's not just... Like, the turnovers are the end result of him not knowing what the hell he's looking at. And him just locking on his first... Like, he seems like he's going out there with no confidence saying, hey, man, I got Kyle Shanahan calling plays and a bunch of... I'm just going to trust him wherever he tells me. Whatever the the first read is, I'm going there. And if it's not open, he's going to watch that guy for a while. Like, he's going to get open eventually. It's freaking Brandon Ayuk. And if he doesn't, he's like, well, I don't know what to do now. That's not playing quarterback. And that's not what Trey Lance does. What I think is cool about Trey Lance, he may not be better than Brock Purdy right now. I don't know. They're not competing. It's hard to compare him. But you can see for sure that his timing and rhythm in the pocket is way better than it used to be. It's like Brock Purdy. It's better than Darnold. His accuracy is better than Darnold. His uh, release is quicker than Darnold. I don't understand why this is a quarterback competition. The competition should be between Darnold and Brandon Allen. And frankly, I would think Allen would win that. Because Allen knows the offense. He was with the Bengals, the same system, essentially. And I don't know, he doesn't freaking hesitate like Darnold does. I don't know why the Niners thought Darnold would have this great rebirth here. And when they keep, why they keep waiting for it when it's happening with Lance right next to him. And they're like, no, 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 it's going to happen with Darnold. Forget Darnold. He doesn't matter. Lance is the one you moved heaven and earth to get. He's the one you mortgaged the future for. He's the one who's improving and you're like, eh, I don't care. I'm not moved. We want to see more of Sam Darnold. That is the most bizarre thing of training camp. Trey and Purdy should be competing. And if Purdy wins, great. I don't understand why they're afraid to have Purdy compete. If he's so much better than Trey Lance, let him compete. Purdy will win. Making Lance compete with Darnold seems it's so weird and inexplainable it almost seems personal what did Lance say to you what is going on because I've watched Sam Darnold in person for a few weeks and man I'm gonna tell you what he looks like he looks like Sam Darnold you know what Sam Darnold looks like that's what he looks like 
Super strange. Nathan Flores. I'm guessing Brock, Kittle, Fred, Kittle, Armstead, and who else for captains? Brock, Kittle, Fred, Kittle. How about younger guys who have been out there the entire time? How about Hafunga, Gibson, Warner, Hargrave, Greenlaw? Who else? Jake Brendel? Not use check. Ayuk? How about Debo? If you make Debo a captain, does that make him more motivated? You're a leader, Debo. How about that? I think that could work. Because I think Debo has a leader in him. Pause. <laughs> LC says, what are your plans for tomorrow? This shit again. Go to the Raiders and not be able to watch and pretend like I did. Not pretend. Can't believe the Raiders practice situation. It's just gross. I'm going to talk about it in a little bit, Antonio. I've been to some of these joint practices. It just wasn't generous what they did. When can we ask Kyle Shanahan when Trey Lance gets to compete for quarterback one? Niners daddy. Good question. Let's see what he has in the preseason game coming up. Cody Walker says, if all Raiders practices are like this, does that mean that the reporters have been able to see Jimmy throw picks from a mile away? To be fair, you know when a quarterback throws a pick because the defense goes crazy. That's like the easiest thing to tell. Josh Wyatt, can we start calling him Sam Dismal? Yeah, sure. Ayuk Madden rating higher than Debo, says Joshua. Should be. Although, I think it should be. I just think Debo's a better fit for this offense. To run first offense, he can play running back. You have a weak arm quarterback. He runs the shallow routes. Ayuk to be fully taken advantage of, that's not the right phrase, would be in like a vertical passing offense. I still feel if you took Justin Jefferson off the Vikings and put Brandon Ayuk on that team in that role, he might not be as good as Justin Jefferson, who's supposed to be the best in the world, but I think his numbers would be freaking comparable. Real close. And I can not prove that. RJ says, here's $2. I appreciate it. Kevin, Kyle went on a Kendall Roy Bender, yikes, after the Lil Wayne concert and traded up for Lance after watching his highlights. I feel bad for Trey. It's funny that you say that, um, but there it feels like there's some truth to that. I don't know what Kyle was thinking, but it feels like he was about to get Matthew Stafford, lost out, panicked, did like a month's worth of homework on Trey Lance, convinced himself that he was pro-ready, drafted him, brought him into camp and was like, damn, I didn't, I was wrong. Oops. He was like, guys, guys, oops, sorry, sorry. You know, you know that guy mortgage the future for? I was wrong. Oh, well, at least, at least, you know, Jed's not going to fire me ever, so I don't care. I'll just prop up some seventh round pick and say that he's the real deal and everyone will believe me because it's San Francisco and they think I'm a genius. Whereas if I tried this in any other market, they'd laugh me out of town. But thank God I'm on the West Coast in this market where everyone just eats it up. It's great. In Washington, me and my dad didn't last for four, four years. We were out of there. And we, we went to the playoffs. Four years. Here, I essentially have a lifetime contract. It's hilarious. So, oops. Sorry, Kevin. Vance, tomorrow can you see the improvement in the DBs? I could, but like they're in Henderson and I'm sort of in Reno. So, I don't know if binoculars would do it. I think a telescope would help. Luke says, off topic, my girlfriend hates when I watch you when she's over at my house, but you know I don't let that stop me from watching the show. Hope all is well, Luke. Luke, I appreciate that. 
Because once she says you can't watch Grant Cohn, what's the next thing she's going to say, huh? A man has to make a stand at some point. You can't just, that's a slippery slope. So I appreciate you, Luke. Thank you for giving me $5 and watching me, even though your girlfriend hates it. Priorities. Teron Lewis says, I agree, Grant. Why not have an open competition and see what your biggest investment can do with CMC and the rest of your weapons? I don't know because that makes too much sense, Teron. It's too simple. A real genius would have to do something that no one understands. If everyone would do it, why would you? Jay Bell says, y'all forgot that trade was for Watson until all that stuff happened with him. They panicked and traded for Lance. Big time panic. Big time panic. Ivan says, tired of the excuses, get Cousins already, so Kyle's no more excuses. He won't, though, because he knows that will be the end of his excuses. He'll always have an excuse. Are you kidding? Kirk Cousins isn't that good. If they get Kirk Cousins and they don't win the Super Bowl, people will be like, well, Kirk Cousins isn't that good. Uh Uh-huh. Right. That's why they should have gotten a real good quarterback. All right, a little news. Ray Ray McLeod broke his wrist out eight weeks as the Niners punt returner. He's really freaking good. Also their number four receiver. I think he's a good receiver. Maybe he's more of like a gadget guy. This loss is going to hurt the special teams mostly. Probably going to start the season on the pup. Who's going to fill in? You know who it won't be? Brandon Ayuk. Remember when we campaigned for him to be the punt returner a few years ago and he was terrible at it? Brandon, what the hell? We believed in you, man. Battery savers on? Uh-oh. Hold on, guys. I got to save this real quick. Stay tuned. Whew! That was close, guys. All right. I don't want my laptop to just die midstream. Because that wouldn't be cool. Boom. I'm back. Ray Ray McLeod, broken wrist, out eight weeks. Who's going to replace him as the punt returner? Could be Ronnie Bell. It could be Deshaun Jameson. Couple rookies. It should be Brandon Ayuk. He was really good at it in college. I don't understand why he can't do it. How about Debo? That's an idea. How about Debo? I feel like he'd be really good at it. If he could catch the ball, why not? If you let Debo Samuel play freaking running back, why can't he return a punt? You, you're not telling me that punt return is more dangerous than playing running back. And to me, the potential gains, like a 10-yard return is, is expected as a punt returner. That's like minimum. Those are big plays you could get. Put Debo back there as a punt returner for a month. For a month. Why not? He'd be really freaking good at it. Unless he drops the... <laughs> I think he'd be good at it. Unless he drops the ball, which he does a lot. So, I don't know. Do you think he'd want to? I think he'd want to. I feel like this should be like the Niners ace up their uh, sleeve. Anytime they're in a close game and it's the fourth quarter and they're down, just put Debo in at, at punt returner and kick returner. This is the most dangerous dude with the, with the ball in his hands in the league other than maybe Lamar Jackson. Here you go. You can't avoid him. Here you go. I, that's what I would do. Ray Ray and Debo are really similar. I think Debo could do Ray Ray's job while Ray Ray's out. What do you think? I think that's genius. They're paying him $24 million. The more you can do. How can he say no to that? I think he'd like to do it. Steve M says Croc's guest he had on today that covers the Raiders spoke very consistent with your analysis today. 
Well, we both saw the same practice from eight miles away. I'm glad he thought that. Glad he thought that. J.J. Harrison says, Trey has to work on taking command of the offense, and if that happens, all hell breaks loose. I think the story of camp is that he's in the process, and he's been doing that. Brandon Crow did Moody kick any field goals today, first up behind Ray Ray. Yeah, Moody um, kicks lots of field goals. He's good. I take it back. Jad is Jat says, Debo can barely catch a pass coming at him. I would be terrified of him catching punts. That's fair. <laughs> Tavarius says, maybe the players told Kyle to start Purdy. Does seem to be a uh, democracy or a cheerocracy, as it were, on this team. George Kittle, adductor strain, out for a week. Should be okay, although Kittle kind of does this. He gets hurt, he misses time, he's out week one, and it takes him a while to sort of get back into shape. He's already had a very light offseason. I feel like on a given practice, he has six to 12 reps and he takes the rest of the day off. Which makes me wonder about like a, a soft tissue, non-contact strain. Why? You're not practicing that hard. Is it that you're not in the best shape because you're not practicing that hard? I don't know. Or is it that you're getting older and that the Niners should trade you last year? Like I said, I'm a little concerned about George Kittle because I feel like he's at that age where the body could go. And I know there's examples of tight ends who've had really long careers, but he's always been kind of injured. Like he's always working through something and here we go again. And this is not good because it's they don't have any depth at tight end. Cam Latu, he's I he met, I'm guessing he's dropped six passes in camp so far. Maybe he's caught two, three, with six drops. Doesn't matter how he covered, not covered, one hand, two hands, he drops it. Today, and he gets open. He's big. He gets open. He can block. Today he got open in the in the end zone to be the hero, catch the ball, five-yard throw. He dropped it. Braden Willis looks like he's a year away. Ross Dwelly, <laughs> great player. Maybe he'll finally get an opportunity. But without George Kittle, this offense is a lot different because they don't have – because of Cam Latu not being good yet or ever. I don't know. But the injuries are starting to pile up. Drake Jackson, George Kittle, Ray Ray McLeod. Quietly, this team is kind of banged up. We're going to have to see where this goes. Hero Winchester says, Grant, make a Madden channel and manage your own Niners team. Start Trey and see if you can lead the Niners to a Super Bowl faster than Kyle. You would get views. I bet you're right. It's a funny idea. I like it. I haven't played Madden in a long time, and I don't have an Xbox or a PlayStation, but I've always wanted them. But I don't have time for that. Sorry. But it sounds like a good If I can... Mm, mm. I have to be good at Madden, though. I think like that. I feel like people would watch me being bad at Madden. That would be the draw. Like, watch Grant really suck at Madden. That'd be fun. Okay. So this is the third year in a row I've covered joint practice on the road. Last year was in Minneapolis uh, or, or in Minnesota, outside of Minneapolis with the Vikings. The year before that was in Costa Mesa with the Chargers. Uh... Those two were top-notch experiences. You got to walk around wherever you wanted to go. You got to film a ton of stuff. You got to film seven-on-sevens. You got to, because there there were fans there at both of these things. This, no fans. It was like Fort Knox, no fans. Um, Couldn't film any. Basically, they invited you because they had to. Like, the NFL mandates it. But they made it, they made you feel so unwelcome from the moment you got through like the Niners you can just drive up 
and you, eventually there'll, there'll be like a, a door with, with a security guard inside. The Raiders have a compound with a gate and it, it almost feels like prison. Like there's like a, like there might be snipers on the roof or something. Like there's a gate, you gotta, you gotta have a, you gotta tell them your name. They open the door, they open the, you know what I'm saying? I'm not using English very well right now. So they make you feel like you're really unwelcome right as you get in. Then you get into the press room and it's small for like one team, not like two, which is what you have. And so there's nowhere to sit because I didn't get there too early. So that was cool. Nowhere to sit and then nothing to eat or drink. Coffee been nice. A donut, anything. No. And it's funny. It's like, I'm not trying to complain, but like the Niners feed you every day. Like they're inviting you there to be there all day. They freaking, they have bananas, fruit, sandwiches, anything you need. And they have a huge freaking media room because they want to host Super Bowls and stuff like the Raiders. And they want to be able to like fit an entire press. Anyway, gives me a whole new appreciation for the 49ers because the Raiders are ridiculous. Then you get on the field and you're essentially not welcome. They're like, don't watch. You can't film anything. And um, you're going to be at least 100 yards away from the action. Sorry. Sorry, not sorry. That was the Raiders. Sorry, not sorry. And they, they lock it down like what they're doing is so ahead of the curve. They are inventing the next phase of football. And if we could actually see it, then the Raiders won't win the Super Bowl. But as it is, the fact that they're protecting all this super important information, they're going to win it all. No, you're going to win six games. So... The whole practice stuff, all that pettiness in the practice field, that to me is the Josh McDaniels effect. The the guy who comes over from the Patriots and thinks he's going to be the next Bill Belichick, but he's not. And he just tries to be a freaking dictator and it doesn't go over that well because no one takes him seriously because he's not Bill Belichick and he's never accomplished anything without Tom Brady. And no player that he's ever coached has anything nice to say about him. But hey, he's going to lay down the law. And then the other stuff, I was more offended by the lack of food. I was offended by that. Because everything I ever heard about Al Davis, a Jew, mind you, was that he took care of the media. He would have legendary spreads. He lets you watch practice. He would feed you. He'd take care of you the way the older generation used to do. And I was looking forward to that. I was like, okay, we're going to get a little treatment now. But no, it's Mark Davis now. And I don't know if he is a observing Jew. Did he get a bar mitzvah? I don't know. But based on what he served today, I have my questions. Because a real person who had been bar mitzvahed would have put out at least an apple. A red apple. A bagel. Bagel. what I'm saying? So, it just felt like a watered down version of what the Raiders used to be. They used to be like an abundanza type of organization. Niners too, maybe 40 years ago. Now, it felt like you were in the cheapest organization in the league. Taking itself way too seriously. Do you understand how many organizations spent thousands of dollars to send their people down here to watch a practice that was essentially unwatchable? And the Raiders are like, <coughs> sorry, that's just how we do business out here when we win our six games. Also, they're in Vegas. Why? Not even Vegas. Henderson, Nevada. I live in Oakland. I swear it's better. Their facility right now 
in Henderson is cool. It was better in freaking Alameda. The one they had in Alameda was gorgeous. And I think the Niners should move there because it's 10 minutes from my house. And it'll be really convenient for me. And it's nice. Got that marine layer cloud coverage. It's really nice. Here, you have to practice at 8 in the morning. Otherwise, you might die. They have an indoor practice facility. They don't use it. Why? Oh, because they're going to build that callus and get tough and win six games this year. Super impressive. Really liked. I'm looking forward to going back tomorrow. Barry, a baller 18, has been a member for 23 months. Thank you for your continued support and loyalty and friendship, Barry, a baller 18. You're the man. Mr. Amazing says he's a new member. Thank you. Barry Baller 18 says, anybody tell you about Latu's dropsies a month ago? What are you seeing from my guy, B. Willis? Keep up the good work, Big Dog. Thanks, Big Dog. I feel like you mentioned the Latu dropsies. Did you see that on film? Because it's showing up in a major way. What am I seeing from Braden Willis? You know, like most rookies, he doesn't get a ton of targets in camp, and you can't hold that against him because he's an undrafted rookie, but he tends to get open, he tends to catch the ball, he doesn't drop it a bunch, and he's not a blocker. So he seems like the kind of guy they could probably wave and put on the practice squad if they needed to. But I like him. I like him. Nee says, remember AZ charged uh, players for taking food? Yeah, man, that's what's crazy. You realize there's some really cheap organizations out here, and the Raiders are one? They weren't back in the day. I mean, maybe with players, but not with the media, and that's what matters. <laughs> Let me do this bet US thing real quick. Real quick. I'm supposed to say some stuff about it. Hold on. What do I say? Hold on. What do I say? Bet you guys. Um, feel like I'm not doing a good job. Oh, okay. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> okay. So I got a new sponsor. Bet US. If you want to bet stuff, this is the, you, this is the place to go because it is a leading online betting platform offering a wide range of sports betting and casino games. They have a great reputation for reliability, security, and ex- excellent customer service. Because sometimes you make a bet and then you need to call someone to talk about it and they're there for you. They provide clear instructions on how to sign or, or maybe I'm supposed to provide. No, they, they provide clear instructions on how to sign up and create an account on BetUS. And they have steps for depositing funds and redeeming bonuses to help their audience get started. I don't have those steps, but they have them. When you bet, you can do all kinds of sports like football, basketball, soccer, baseball, and more. And they have so many options like pregame, live betting, parlays, and prop bets. Do I know what a parlay is? No, but you can do it, and that's what counts. Right now, you could bet on the 49ers. There's a, there's a little promotion. Like, are they going to have a, a win streak longer than four and a half games? If you think so, you can click on the link in the description right now. And for every dollar that you bet, BetUS will match 125%. That's a great deal. So if you think the Niners are going to have another 13-game winning streak or just five-game winning streak, you could bet on BetUS right now. Click the link. Do it. <laughs> Thank you. That's, and that's, that's all I had to say. BetUS. Gambling. It's a wholesome activity. <laughs> I'm in Vegas. I'm about to go gamble right now because that's what a good Jew would do. That's, what I was ra- that's how I was raised. That's how I was raised. Sorry. Ivan, of course it feels like a prison. How many of their players get? That wasn't nice. Too soon, Ivan. Too soon. All right, that's it. Show, thank you very much. It's over. I'll be doing this again tomorrow. I'm psyched. Go back to Henderson. 
be super unwelcome, kind of watch a practice, not eat, and then review, just kind of complain about the Raiders. Again, I'm looking forward to that because I know that's what you care about. Not how the Niners players are doing, but what do they serve? Did you eat? How does your stomach feel? Not good. But then I had sushi for lunch. I treated myself. What would you do in my situation? Go to Subway like a jerk? No. No. Got to treat yourself. So this day just got a whole lot better. Thank you. Goodbye.